Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Yeah, Bob, Bob is, is, is our manager and he's going to be our manager going forward. Um, I think, uh, you know, both he and I, a lot's been said obviously in the last few weeks, but both he and I are very excited, um, you know, about uh, the challenge of, of getting this, of getting this group, uh, you know, back to the postseason next year. What dysfunction, says A.J. Preller today, announcing that Bob Melvin will be back as manager of the San Diego Padres. Welcome into Gwen and Chris, everybody. A very happy Wednesday to you. 2.01 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, keeping an eye on the chimney and the country of Hungary. <laughs> Hungary. Hungary. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, right, we, right. we have to start with some birthday wishes to our partner here, Tony Gwynn Jr. Happy birthday to you, Thank you my friend, Thank you and much. good having you in the studio with us today as we all uh, broadcast from the Odyssey Palace. But uh, San Diego Padres, uh, A.J. Preller, today at the uh, postseason press conference uh, announcing that Bo Mel is coming back and also basically kind of just dispelling any any thoughts that anybody had about the dysfunction within the Padres organization? I don't know if I can buy all of that that A.J. Preller said today, but he made it sound like the postseason meetings that uh, have taken place were pretty normal for the end of a season. And uh, although he and Bob Melvin don't see eye to eye on every single aspect of the organization, they get along just fine. And uh, the Padres are ready to run it back for 2024. So uh, how how do you like them apples, Tony Gwynn Jr.? Uh, I mean, I don't know if we should have expected him to say anything different. Yeah, I mean, you're that, right. That you're has right. kind of been where AJ has been has his his entire time here with the organization. You know that he's not going to reveal much of anything. Um, and, you know, I, I, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But um, certainly moving forward, I think it it's playing out the way I, I thought it was going to play out. At least as of right now, right? That AJ wasn't going to go anywhere. Um, Bo Mel wasn't going to go anywhere. And, and now the focus becomes getting the right pieces around the core that's already returning. I think that's got to be the focus as far as what AJ Preller has to do better this offseason. But I also think, Tony, that. Uh, 
Whether or not A.J. Preller admitted to any dysfunction this year, I think we saw the results of something that had to at least approach dysfunction uh, based on what we saw in the field this year. It just didn't seem like everybody was on the same page. Now, do we know I mean, this for sure? I mean, the said as much, right? I yeah, mean, right. From everything we read, everything we've heard, there, there wasn't, it wasn't a perfectly harmonious uh, right. clubhouse. Don't, I don't think anybody likes the word dysfunction, Yeah, but they, they it, it was clear based on... The articles that were with, written, the quotes that were, were, were taken down, I, I think even Joe at some point said, although he disagreed with the idea that it was dysfunctional, yeah. they, had to, they had some things that they had to discuss. Yeah, they definitely did. And, uh, and I believe that, uh, and, and I hope, I can only hope that A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin at some point in the last few days have been locked in a room, have been able to air out some of the things that bother each guy. And hopefully give them a chance to move forward. Because to me, if Bob Melvin is still, you know, carrying around some of the, you know, things that bother him about A.J. Preller, and A.J. Preller's carrying around some of the things that bother him about Bob Melvin, then there's a chance things won't change very much next year. And I think we all agree that things are going to have to change. They're going to have to get along a little bit, work a little more closely together in order to get the Padres to where they want to go. I think it's important that it's okay to be to be in disagreement about sure. something and sure you could still work with one another so i don't necessarily think them they need to agree all the time and I, I think aj's spot on when he says you know they don't they don't they don't see eye to eye uh, but it doesn't mean it's dysfunction however aside from that there were uh, seemed to be other issues that um had to be addressed or are going to need to be addressed and so uh, it, it starts with those two finding a way to mesh, get on the same page. And then I think it's really a trickle-down effect from that point on. Well, A.J. Preller met with the media at about 11.45 this morning. We have all of his comments for you. Uh, Scraby has uh, recorded, my goodness, Scraby, 16 different responses from A.J. Preller. I, I could have done can... more, but I felt like those were the, think that the was, 16 those were the most important. Yes. Those were the highlights? Yes. All yes. right, well, we'll play you most of what A.J. Preller said if you missed it. But uh, just to recap, yeah, Bob Melvin is back, and the dysfunction is not what everybody made it out to be. I think those are the two big highlights that came out of the press conference today. Whether or not you believe all of that uh, or not is kind of up to you. Uh, we'll take some of your phone calls on it, 833-288-0973. Uh, you know, I would say this, Tony. I'd like to have a dollar or two from everybody who reported that Bo Mel was not returning or probably wasn't going to be returning or was probably going to quit or was going to step aside. I'd also like a couple of bucks from each of the people out there. <coughs> Scraby, oh, who said that Bob Melvin was on his way to San Francisco. I, didn't, I never said the, that. Yo, you did too. And the I Giants, never said the Giants it. only fired Gabe Kapler because they were just waiting to scoop up Bob <laughs> Melvin. You know, it's it's nice for everybody to have thoughts and predictions out there. But the thing with the thing that bothers me about it is not a lot of people actually were made it sound like they were making predictions. A lot of people made it sound like they Fat knew toys. what was going on and it was just a matter of time before the marriage between Bob Melvin and AJ Preller dissolved for good. And the fact of the matter is that's just not going to be the case. Listen, so listen, this this is this is even though it's we know it's not happening at this point, right? Let's just discuss what it would be like outside of just going to a place you grew up at to manage. You look at the Padres roster, you look at the Giants roster. I don't care how good the relationship could be between Bo Mel and, and Farhan. Yeah. 
Boom. Nice right, job. Right. <laughs> yeah. Scraby was waiting for he you was. to uh, he was waiting to pounce slip on up. Yeah. I was looking at him, and Tony pointed at, at me as he said it correctly. Uh, I think, I don't care how good that relationship would be, you still have to run the, the roster out that you have in front of you. Yeah. And I don't care what kind of moves the Giants make this offseason. They won't, their roster will still not be as talented as the Padres. That I couldn't agree more. So, and I'm pretty sure Bob Melvin couldn't I, agree I, I, more. I, I, I guarantee you he couldn't agree yeah, more. Yeah, he'd much rather run out the Padres roster than the Giants roster. And it looks like he's going to have that opportunity yeah. uh, to come back for another season. We have said all along, and this goes back to July, August, September, Tony, that the best thing for the Padres to do in the off season after this really disappointing season is practice patience and practice restraint and i think that they've showed the ability to do that maybe it's led by peter seidler wherever it's come from the the trigger response of well this guy's got to be fired and that guy's got to be fired i don't think would have been helpful for this organization it would have been easy to do and i think you could have had a lot of people say okay now we're going to go where we want to go but as Tony and I said many, many times, the grass is not always greener. I think you've already got a very good manager in place. you got a general manager in place who can bring talent to this roster. Made some mistakes this year, just like every general manager. He also did some good things this year. I know we point out the Matt Carpenters and the Nelson Cruises, but, you know, and, and the trade for G-Man Choi and Rich Hill and, you know, AJ doesn't know what he's doing. He also signed Michael Walker. He also signed Seth Lugo. Uh, you know, so Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez turned out to be all right. Don't skip over Garrett Cooper, who right. turned out to be a yeah. pretty good so, pickup. You know, it wasn't all Scott negative. Scott Barlow turned out to be a really good pickup. It wasn't all negative at all for AJ Preller, and and I just think this was a it was a season where nothing went right. There were mistakes made. I think there was whether dysfunction is a fair word or not. I think there was at least some some misunderstandings along the way. And I don't think enough people saw eye to eye to make this work. And I think that needs to be fixed. But I think place that can lead you to a successful rebound season next year. I think that's 100% fair. So I really, really do. We'll see where it all goes. Like I said, 833-288-0973. We'll get some of your thoughts on this Padre news. We will play a bunch of A.J. Preller sound for you on the program. You will hear everything straight from his mouth. Sammy Levitt, our Padre pregame and postgame show host, will add his uh, thoughts to this mixture. He's coming into the studio in about a half an hour. Get some, of course, I mean, other than Tony Gwynn Jr., and Jesse Agler, I don't think anybody saw more Padre baseball this year than Sammy Levitt, so I'll be curious to hear what he has to say. He's coming yeah. in shortly. Uh, there are a couple of American League wildcard games going on. The uh, good news for the Tampa Bay Rays, they have finally scored a run. After going 33 postseason innings without a run, going all the way back to last year, the Rays played at a run in the bottom of the seventh today. The bad news, Texas already has seven runs, <laughs> and Bruce Bochy and company are just six outs away from advancing. The Rangers won the first game yesterday. They're ahead 7-1 to one now going into the eighth inning of Game 2. Adolis Garcia has homered. Evan Carter's hit a two-run homer for Texas. The Rangers uh, beat up Zach F. Pretty good, and uh, Nathan Ivaldi pitched very well in his start for Texas against a Rays team that was the they were the greatest thing uh, in baseball in April. 
but this is October. And the one thing that I noticed about this Tampa Bay team, Tony, and I'm kind of playing the taps uh, for them here, they've only got six outs to make up six runs. But when you can't score without hitting a home run, I think you're in trouble in the postseason. And you look at Tampa Bay, that's the way they score is on the home run. And you just don't normally can't count on as many home runs in postseason play. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think we've talked about it in past postseasons, right? I mean, the home run becomes a lot tougher to come around during the postseason because yeah. you, the pitching gets tougher. Uh, I, I, you know, we all, I, I laud the Tampa Bay Rays for the machine that they are. It doesn't matter really what the names are they plug in. They send, they tend to end up in this spot pretty frequently. Yeah, However, there does seem to be a ceiling to it. And yeah. I think they have literally mastered how to be how to be a really good organization with with very little money. Um, they are they spend the the least uh, probably close to the least amount every season. Yet they find a way uh, to get to postseason. Yeah, but, they do. But outside of the the rare op, rare opportunity they had against Philly that year, where they got to a postseason. Um, then the shortened season in which they got to a postseason. World Series, well, yeah. Excuse me, got to a World Series. Yeah. Um, there does seem to be a ceiling to they it. They haven't had a lot of postseason success. No. Uh, 7-1 Texas, top of the eighth. Bochi looks like he's going to move on, face the Baltimore Orioles in the next round. We'll keep you up to date. The other game just underway. They're in the bottom of the second inning in Minnesota. Toronto and the Twins it's are a good scoreless. Ma- it's a good pitching match right there. Sonny Gray. Had the third lowest ERA in Major League Baseball. Um, Jose Barrios going up against Jose side. Barrios, who is is looking quite filthy to start this game. So, all right, we'll keep an eye on that game later on tonight. The uh, the surprising Diamondbacks will look to sweep away the Milwaukee Brewers. You got to give a lot of credit to the Diamondbacks last night, Tony. They're down three nothing against the ace Corbin Burns, and they come back and slam three home runs, tack on a two run double by Christian Walker in the ninth inning. Their bullpen, which isn't necessarily known as a big strength for Arizona, throws up six and two thirds shutout innings. Uh, and uh, shuts down the Brew Crew, and Arizona takes game one, six to three. Now the Diamondbacks have Zach Gallen tonight to try to wrap it up. So we'll see if they can do that. Philadelphia Phillies, to no one's surprise, beat Miami last night four to one. They will go for the clincher tonight in game two with Aaron Nola on the hill against the Fish. So that is all the baseball. That is all the Padres. We'll open it up to some phone calls. We'll play you some of what AJ Preller had to say today at the postseason press conference. Conference, but Bob Melvin is indeed on his way back to manage the San Diego Padres in 2024. That is where that stands right now. That is where we stand right now. Gwen and Chris underway for a Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 220. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ella, Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris. The A.J. Preller meeting took place earlier this morning. 
two days after said big time off. Well, what are we calling that meeting? The uh, the Monday meeting, right? Uh, <laughs> the Monday meeting. The Monday meeting. I just call season. it the meeting. Uh, you know, I don't think the only the, the summit. The, <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. The summit that took place on Monday. Uh, we find out Bo Mel will return as the Padres uh, manager. And, uh, you know, I th- I, I've said that I thought that was going to happen all along. And so, you know, I think the Padres move forward um, at this point to see, um, you know, what the next star- steps are in terms of getting this roster. Now, uh, we talked to you guys about playing some, some of these bites. Uh, for, I have one quick question, though, before uh, we go into it. Do I want to hear this question? I don't know. Right. I'm not sure, actually. Here we go. Uh, I am in the camp that Bob Melvin is going to be a Padres manager next next season, but... but. You haven't been in that camp. Okay, why the does Chris entire keep, off season? He, no, I have the entire off season. It's been three days since the off season started. Well, that's, that's, that's you, said, you said when they announced that they were going to have a meeting, which was about a yeah. week and a half yeah. ago, yeah. that you yeah. said it was unfixable. That That's what the word. article said was unfixable. Uh, no, you said. I, I think you were you were you were behind that. Do th- I need train to go back? You think I was the anonymous source no, in I the article? I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that I thought you agreed with that train of thought. I did. I did agree with the unfixable train of thought. Okay. But what makes me a little, I guess, uh, curious is number one. Why, when A.J. Preller was asked whether or not other teams can talk to Bob about their position being open, he didn't say anything about it. He just said, I don't, I can't comment on that. And that's kind of strange You, you know me. why he can't comment on it? Why? Because nobody's called. Do you know that? That's what you would that's, say to me? That, I don't know that. You're right. So, But maybe I, nobody's called. You don't think it's weird that he didn't just answer saying, no, he's going to be our manager next year? He did say that. I think he said that... He's, that can we play the soundbite again? I think he said something along the lines of Bob Melvin will return as our manager. I think that's what he said, okay, right? Here it is. Yeah, Bob, Bob is, is, is our manager. And, uh... Hey, there you go. I don't know. But I don't know what else you want him to say. Well, if you're a conspiracy theorist like Scraby is, and you go on record as saying that the Giants only fired Gabe Kapler <laughs> because they know that they can get Bob Melvin, then you're looking for any cracks in the armor. I got you. I got you. And you're looking for something where A.J. Preller was asked, hey, what if somebody else wants to talk to Bob Melvin and A.J. doesn't comment on it, then you, as a conspiracy theorist, Scraby, tend to believe that that means A.J. Preller's trying to leave a crack open for Bob Melvin to leave if something else comes up. But I, I don't know how good A.J. Preller's going to look after he made a comment that says Bob is our manager and is going to be our manager going forward if three days later from that he goes, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't really mean that. <laughs> I, I just don't think that's going to well, happen. He could say... I fully planned on Bob being the manager, but we allowed him to talk with the Giants. Giants made us a deal. We decided to take that deal. Nah. Well, you go ahead and keep dreaming about stuff I'm not like that. dreaming about Bob Melvin leaving the team. You are, because you want to be able to say, I knew it all along. You really want to say that. I mean, that I is something that you're that dying been, to say. That you've, you've, you've Look, created Bob, something that's not true. Bob Melvin wasn't at the press conference today, right? So he a wasn't. lot of people are looking into that and saying, well, they obviously don't get along too well. Otherwise, he would have been sitting arm in arm, and they would have sang Kumbaya together. Uh, AJ was left to sing Kumbaya by so himself. Let me, so let me ask you guys this. So they play a 162-game season. Yes. Everybody else got to go home except for Bo Mel. He had to come to San Diego well, for, the for a Monday meeting. And so you wanted him to stay. You know, let's stay so 
I can do this. Uh, by the way, it wasn't like it was a press conference where everybody was in a room. It was a Zoom press conference. Uh, another that's right. thing that's percolating on Twitter about why it was a Zoom uh, conference okay. instead of an in-person conference. <laughs> they, they because they're trying to leave it open with a Zoom call <laughs> that they can come back and say, well, we didn't have an official press conference, and that's why we've now decided to let him go. <laughs> I mean, you and I your said. conspiracy theorists, you guys <laughs> never give up. You guys well, never give up. He made the announcement that the guy's back as manager. And I'm very happy about that. It doesn't seem like it. I'm really happy about it. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got there. Now let's get to some uh, some of the sound from um, today's. Su- no, not today's summit. Today was just a press conference. Summit. <laughs> Zoom co- Zoom conference. Um, here's let's just jump right to it. Number two, how to work better with Bob. But yeah, I think I think at the end of the season, like the focus for myself was was uh, just getting the team to the postseason, and I think. Um, you know, I think you know some some of the some of the the, the conversations. I think from from our end, um, you know, I, I think you know, the, I think what we talked about here in the last couple of days. It's you know, it, it's ultimately about how how we get this better, how we do this better. Um, you know, I think Bob understands that. You know, for my job, it's to put the roster together. Um, I have a ton of respect for Bob and his experiences and the way he leads our team. He led the team to the LCS last year. Um, you know, I think he's the manager of the club, um, the GM and, you know, you work together, you work hand in hand. And I think at times there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of agreement at times there's, there's going to be healthy, you know, healthy conversation, healthy disagreement. Um, but I think we both feel, you know, like, like ultimately on the, on the big picture items, you know, the, the belief in this group, the belief in this team, what we need to do to get it going forward. I think we have a chance to kind of reaffirm that in the last few days and feel really good about where we're at going moving on. That He's is, a master. That was I was just about to say. That is what he does almost as a, as good as evaluating. Yeah, that's a master class and not answering the question. <laughs> I mean, you know, we still don't really know, you know, what the what the disagreements were. We don't know really how often these guys talk. There were reports that they don't even hardly talk at all. He didn't address that in answering that question. Um, like I said, we can only hope, and I think we'll see the results you know, on the field next year, but we can only hope that A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin had a, had a face-to-face discussion, a frank discussion, about trying to clear up some of this stuff so that they can start getting along with only healthy disagreements. Because yeah, I think the I, report said that they really had unhealthy disagreements. Well, that's the thing. I, I paid less attention to a lot of times we agree on things. I paid more attention to we have the healthy disagreements that he talked about, right? Because are those agree- disagreements truly healthy? And how do you start to strengthen that particular part? Because it's easy to do the job when everybody's in agreement of everything. It becomes challenging when you see things differently. Right. And, and so how do you then get on the same page? Because the chances are, from a philosophy standpoint, um, you may not get to the same spot. And so how do you, how do you manage, how do you work together despite that? And I think that is... Um, you know, something they'll they'll look to do. But you're right; it is a master class, man. Like it, the the answer there was, you know, as generic as you could give. 
without yeah. with a little a splash of like I was a little disappointed because he kind of hemmed and hawed at the beginning he, and it seemed like he took a moment to find his groove <laughs> and then he found it and then he off he went into saying nothing so that is that is 100% accurate he, yeah he did find his groove there it did kind of got going uh what are the other questions and this kind of was it another ask about the relationship between Bo Mel and AJ and reports of his relationship with Bob being a civil war. Yeah. That would be 11. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's, again, like, I think the the anonymous quotes and the, you know, the unnamed sources, I just don't give any, you know, we don't give any credibility to that. And I, you know, I think uh, at the end of the year, I didn't say much. And honestly, it's just because we were still in contention. You know, I think with our players and our staff, the focus was how do we, you know, we knew it was a long shot, but it was like, yeah, let, let's keep, let, let's keep uh, grinding down the stretch and, you know, let's try to get in the postseason, and then we'll talk about it when we get to this point in the off season. And you know, I think, from my standpoint, a lot's a lot's been overblown. You know, and I think, uh, you know, I think when when uh, when we talk about, like I said, I mean, there are reports. Hey, we don't speak, and you know, we're talking. You know, we're talking four or five times a day. Um, you know, personally, there's. You know, I think. Uh, you know, we have a friendship, and you know, I, I think that all all those things are. You know, I don't put a lot of stock into the uh, into the unnamed reports and sources and stories that are out of context i think it's hard to comment on anything any of those things unless you have real specifics and details and names attached to uh to those things very good very good uh he did say many times today uh, many different uh occasions that a lot has been overblown and a lot of what was written and and reported was uh coming from a different context but i still just my my antenna still still seems to sense the fact that there had to be some issues this year. There's just no way this team could have been this far off and away from where they needed to go uh, had everybody gotten listen, along perfectly. Listen, let's, let's, let's be honest, right? The unnamed source, sources that came from outside the organization totally agree. Totally agree. You can't take their words. You have to take them with a grain of salt. However, if I recall correctly, you two correct me if I'm wrong. Some of those unnamed sources came from within the clubhouse. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? No, because Chris? I remember. No, you're not. Okay. I remember a player saying that their relationship was kind of like one between a mom and a dad who aren't getting along. Right. Now, unless we are to believe that Kevin AC made that up all by himself, like randomly came up with the quote, it's like a mom and a dad disagree. Yeah, I don't think he did that. I have a hard time. I have a really hard time believing that. And so, yeah, I agree that the unnamed sources that came from outside of the, the organization, but clearly some of those came from within inside the organization. And that is, you know, something you, ha- you have to address. Because if dudes are thinking that in the clubhouse, that's not going away. It's going to have to be addressed at some point. And, you know, I think... Joe even alluded to the fact that although, as I said, there was he doesn't agree that there's dysfunction, they had some things that they had to, to discuss. That would lead me to believe that there's something, whether it's small or big, there that had to be addressed. Yeah, and hopefully it has been because yeah. AJ didn't really he didn't really dis, he didn't say anything. the The one thing here's what I would have liked to have heard that I didn't hear today was, you know, there's some reports out there that say this, that, and the other. We have addressed, I, I, I'm not going to comment on how accurate it all is, 
But we have addressed yeah. the things that need to be addressed. And we have uh, talked it out. We are on the same page moving forward. Now, I would love to have heard something like that today. That would make me feel a whole lot more warm and fuzzy. Or inside. even let us in a little bit and say, yeah, we, we did not get along this year, but we are on the same page now, listen, going I don't, forward. I don't know about you know what in terms of you know AJ and, and Bo Mel and, and where that is, but... I do know at the end of the season, they did meet, and some of these things were talked about and addressed. Now, what those things were, how big a deal they were, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I, I just, it, this was, you know, I think a continuation of, of what we've kind of heard um, after all the, the things came out that, that kind of came out. So, uh, we're going to get to break. We're a little bit past our, our time. Sammy left. He's another dude. Round this ball club. Every day, mostly every day, except on the road, right? I don't, I don't think I recall seeing Sammy Love too much on no, the road. No, Sammy Dr. didn't Stadium. make any road trips. LA, but I seen him, yeah. He wanted to. Yeah, yeah he no, does. I, He definitely wanted to. Yeah. Uh, we'll have him in studio coming up next. More Gwen and Chris. Catch up on anything you missed with the Ben and Woods, John Cantera Show, and Gwen and Chris podcast right now on the Free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> It is the uh, top story on uh, ESPN.com's baseball page today. The headline says Bob Melvin to return as Padre manager in 2024. I don't know how much more clear a headline can be than that, but uh, for some reason, people are not 100% convinced that that's really going to be the case. Uh, We'll go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Sam Levitt's going to join us from the Padre pregame show. But first, let me update you. The Tampa Bay Rays are down to their final two outs now. Uh, bottom of the ninth inning, trailing the Texas Rangers 7-1. to one. Bruce Bochy just uh, two outs away from advancing his Rangers to the uh, AL Divisional round against the Baltimore Orioles. Tampa Bay did not score until the seventh inning, and they were down 7 nothing at that point. So this series has been all Texas. And it looks like, barring a remarkable comeback, the Rays will be going home shortly. Meanwhile, Toronto and Minnesota scoreless in the bottom of the fourth inning at Minneapolis. Uh, the Twins lead that series one game to none. Royce Chris, Lewis is hitting right now, yeah, so that it could change. change. That could change. Royce Lewis, who hit two home runs yesterday for the Twins, is up at the play right now. Tony Gwynn Jr. right there. It's his birthday. So uh, we wish him a very happy birthday. Hey, yeah, by the way, thank you, everybody who has uh, sent me messages. Uh, happy birthday messages. I, I appreciate it. I'm working through. For those who haven't seen nothing back from me, I'm working through it. But uh, I appreciate the messages and the love. Thank you. Very nice of everybody out there yeah. to uh, pass along birthday wishes to uh, to Tony Gwynn Jr. Matt Scraby's alongside as well. He is leading the conspiracy theory that says <laughs> AJ Preller is a big fat liar. See those like <laughs> phrases that you use are not even close to are, what I are think. those triggering right there. No, it, it just paints me in a really really idiotic light, and I'm not that dumb. No, well, you dumb. know how to pronounce. You know how to pronounce hungry, and you know how to pronounce chimney. So yeah, we so, can't be that dumb. No, here. But I don't know that things. Turkey is in Asia <laughs> instead of Europe, and Russia is in Europe instead of Asia. A lot yeah, of man. conversation about that uh, fantabulous sports game <laughs> show yesterday. Still <laughs> mad about it. 
Oh, yes, yes, Tony Gwynn Jr. now all of a sudden a European expert after yeah, he's a yesterday's performance. <laughs> he goes out in the, he goes out with the Padres this year and comes back a European <laughs> scholar. A scholar, huh? No, you were pretty impressive. Except Both for Hungary. Shout yeah. out to uh to the Olympics and, and FIFA soccer. Uh, that's that's the only reason why I knew what I knew. Sorry, Sam. What that's is going on going. right now? Are they taking bar- Barrios out of the game in the fourth? It looks like they're taking him out of the game in the fourth inning after a leadoff walk to Royce Lewis. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. No score, bottom of the fourth. Twins batting, but the uh, Jays going to the bullpen right away here in this scoreless game. All right, Sammy Levitt, thanks for joining us in studio, the Padres pre- and post-game show. Sam, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's going on? Tony, happy birthday. Thank you, Sammy. There's Appreciate a lot going you. on, Sam. I don't know if you were uh, paying attention today, but we AJ found Preller out that had AJ his... Preller does see Twitter. That was the headline to me. If you that heard, was the headline to you. heard you. that little line. Why do you well, say, why do you say about, that? Because he said something to the effect of the fans talking on Twitter. Okay. It wasn't in a in a negative so way. He, I can't he, remember exactly he, what the he, line was. He, so he's paying attention. He, it, it appeared to me. Ah, so we got, I missed so I think, that. So I think first order of business, we got to get... AJ Preller off of Twitter because we don't we don't want any ideas emanating from Twitter. <laughs> indeed, indeed. What were your uh, overall thoughts of the uh, press conference today? Obviously, we know Bob's coming back, and the other thing is that AJ Preller seemed to downplay all of the discord that everybody's reporting about this Padre organization. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, look, I, I think it's beyond a a bigger type announcement on Bob. Um, or in general, about anything regarding the organization. I think it's about what you could have expected from AJ, right? I mean, you don't tend to get a lot of information. Um, You can ask very pointed questions, and and there were in there. There uh, Bernie Wilson came with some very hard-hitting questions. (laughs) Of course Bernie did. Our guy Bernie. Um, But look, I I thought it was about whether it was about Juan Soto, whether it was about the possibility of you know hiring some sort of uh, GM, um, whether it was about Bob Melvin. Even I I thought it's about what you could expect. Look, if if and I'm not sure exactly what Scraby said to be honest, but if you want to get a little conspiracy ish or look deeper into just the words from AJ today, um, look, Bob wasn't. You know, on the call, um, you know, to, to say himself, hey, I am back here in 2024 and um, I'm excited to run this thing back. But for the moment, I think you can take what AJ said at, at face value. And that's that Bob Melvin is the manager of this team. Um, if anything else happens in, in the days to come, I, I suppose the San Diego Padres will deal with it as it comes. He was asked after that about right about um, about, you know, what would happen if there was interest in Bob from other teams or if he was interested in, uh, you know, in, in interviewing for other jobs, however that question was phrased. And he basically declined to comment on it. So, look, we know Bob has a year left on his contract. Um, we didn't get any news today that would say Bob Melvin is not the manager of this team in 2024. And I think until you hear anything otherwise, that is how at least I'm going to operate under the assumption that um, that they're going to really run this thing back uh, with the with the leaders in place uh, for 24. But, you know, beyond that, I don't know if there was a ton to, to really pull away from it. And, um, you know, that's kind of typically what, what you get in these. I think, uh, you know, if, if you are going to go the conspiracy route, right, and that mm-hmm. he wasn't there, that means something. Um, if that is true, I'm just, we're just pushing the, the kind of... right. 
trying to open up the 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 crystal ball and see that comment or the way he answered that question would then put the onus on Bo Mel. Right. It wouldn't be a situation in which AJ is pushing someone out. Right. By answering that way, and you know, again, this is only if you are going down that crystal ball, you know, conspiracy theory lane. Um that he wasn't there and that I'm not going to comment on it. If Bo Mel does decide or had, you know, wanted to go elsewhere, he wouldn't look like the one that is right. forcing that right. happening. Right. I, I think the he, ans- gave, he gave himself some space. Right. There. I think the 100% thing we got today was that the San Diego Padres are not pushing Bob well, Melvin out. Right. right. Um, Look, I, I've said it many times on the post game throughout the last couple of months is we've got calls about it and everything. I, I'm firmly in the camp of in 2024, the best course of action is for Bob Melvin to be the manager of the San Diego there's Padres no for a team that has World Series aspirations. Now, look, obviously there's connections to San Francisco in a lot of different ways. There are a number of jobs that are open right now. Is it possible? Can I say with 100% certainty that, you know, Bob may not look, you know, he may look at one of these other jobs and say, I would prefer going there in 24 and in maybe even years to come. Well, I would assume it'd be years to come then if he's going to go elsewhere. Um, I Look, I can't say that with certainty. Um, but I think for right now, until you hear otherwise, until something else comes out that, that there's you a, know, you, you, you operate like they're they're running this thing back. And as a, we get deeper into the offseason, I would assume in the next few weeks, I, like, they are going to know. I, right? I, yeah, I, I would assume in the next, I wouldn't even say next few weeks. I'd say in the next week, we, yeah. we will know. You know, 100%. I I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow, day after, you did hear from Bo Mel in some shape or form. Okay. Because um, he doesn't seem like the type that would want that to linger. Right. Especially the way, you know, people are perceiving what was left on the table today. Right, right. And, and like, just the, the conspiracy part of it, right? I think it's very easy to have these mind-wandering, why wasn't he on there? It's a Zoom. Can he pop in, say (laughs) something? I get that. But, like, the flip side of that is sometimes sometimes things are, like, a little bit simpler than that. That, you know what, from an organizational standpoint. I just just said, I just made that point. Like, he just... They just finished a 162 game season. He already had to stay an an extra day before he got to go home when everybody else... Is at home starting to enjoy right. their offseason. And, may, and maybe they say to him, hey, Bob, do you, do you want to say anything? Or this is, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm under contract. Why Why would I say anything if I'm under contract and I'm coming back? Right. Well, now, the flip side of that is, yes, they did have a joint you know, press conference last year. It was a different season last year. They were right. coming off a, a few games away from the World Series. So, look, I... I I totally understand if like you're down that path and and look you there might be some credence to it there may not I think there's also like the flip side of you know organizationally it may have been hey we want to come out and say something because it's now forty eight seventy two ends and AJ's going to say it and yeah. we go from there but I don't I'm, think I'm with you in the next week or so look the jobs are going to get filled right yep. one way or the they're other. not going to wait around right so. so probably have your answer here if you want to go down the conspiracy path. Pretty soon. I think we already have our answer. I, right. I really do. Yeah, I, do too. I, I, I don't think there's even any reason to even keep the keep it open. I mean, uh, the announcement is, is that he's back as manager. The headlines are that he's back as manager. He has said as much that he wants to come back as manager. 
I, I don't really know what else anybody else needs. Yeah. Now, the one part of the whole press conference that I had the biggest trouble with, Sam, was uh, A.J. Preller's insistence that, uh, you know, the uh, er- everything was pretty much overblown. Whatever discord there was, whatever, quote, dysfunction there was. It was overblown. Mm-hmm. Reports uh, they they don't they don't really take too much uh, don't put too much stock in unnamed sources that are out of context, etc. But do you believe AJ Preller when he says that a lot's been overblown, or do you think there was more there? Well, look, I, I think you know typically where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Okay, and, and right, you know, and and these are credible reporters. And hey, even though they were unnamed sources, whether it was you know players, whatever. Look, somebody said it, right? Right. So that's um, what I said. Look, unless I, you unless you want to believe that right. Kevin Az and Dennis Lynn were somewhere in their house, just right? Huh? I'm gonna say right. this. Like I don't right. think anybody Which I don't believe. That. Right. So so like. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe there's a little truth in all of it, right? Like, there's some truth to what was reported, and maybe from AJ's perspective, it's it's overblown. And he's saying, you know, yeah, there, there can be, you know, maybe in his head, it's like, yeah, there there are disagreements, whatever. Is everything perfect? But is it this, quote-unquote, however they put it, unfixable or civil war or whatever words have been used? Sure. I, I, you know, maybe he's saying it's, it's, you know, that part of it's overblown, which maybe it is. So... I don't know. I mean, the only two people who really know that, even beyond, you know, Dennis and Kevin and who are credible uh, credible reporters, you know, the only people who really know that are the two guys involved and the people that are really close to it on a day-to-day organizational basis, right? And the two guys that really know are, are Bob and AJ. So um, does it really matter at the end of the day, especially if if Bob's back and AJ's back and you're sort of running this thing back for 2024. I, I I don't think it does, and I think at some point that becomes the focus. Is okay, okay. You know, not much will change here, and you're running it back from a from a uh, a GM and a and a managerial standpoint, and it becomes okay. Well, what happens with this team and this roster heading into what I think increasingly is a crucial, crucial season for everybody involved. I, I think you know we start, I said this a few years back. As they made the moves they made before getting soda, right? The window has started, and right. inevitably, a window starts to shut. Right. Where is that window for the Padres? Right. I think next year is a, is probably Huge. as wide as it as it gets. Right. At least for what we can see right now, that can change. At the end of next off season, right? The end of the off season or during the season this year, but right now, I would say this is as wide of a window as you have. And I, but it right. it does gonna it's going to start to close at some point. And I would say that pressure is probably increased for better or worse by the fact that that window was very wide open this year, yep. and it was a big wasted opportunity right. for so many different reasons. Right. Okay, and we, my goodness, we've been over that enough. Um, but you're right. It's it's look next year is crucial. The I mean every year right now is crucial for this team because of the contracts that were given out, the age of their star players and all of it. And yes, you know, like look, I thought it was a very good question on Juan Soto. I think that's a major, you know, question that needs to be figured out on multiple fronts this offseason of can you keep him here long term? 
If not, well, what does that mean for 2024? You know, if the the reports of the payroll coming down $50 million are true, it, it begs, you know, you can look at the numbers and you I start can, to see a lot of different scenarios. I can only see this working, just going one of two ways. Sure. Either Juan's going to be extended, and assuming this team is good next year, Juan's playing through the season and okay. they're going to get nothing. I don't see a scenario in which, unless they are doing what they did this year, next year. Right. That's the only scenario in which I see Juan Soto getting moved right. for whatever. Otherwise, you're you're either extending him or you're playing the year out. Right. Because he's he's going to be a big part of the I success agree. if I this agree. team is going to be where everybody I, thinks I, they are. I, I think it's very easy to look at things and be like, oh, well, if you're not going to keep him here long term, then you've got to move him. You've got to get stuff back. You've got to free up payroll. And look, maybe maybe that is what ends up happening. But I'll tell you, after you traded away what you gave away to Gotham, you knew that you were at bare minimum going to get three shots. Okay, first one worked out pretty, pretty decent, well. Pretty decent. Second one didn't work out well at all. This is your third shot. This is your third. And I do think it's somewhat of a hard sell to say, we want to win a World Series in 2024, and arguably the best player on the team, we're moving him. Yeah. That's but who knows? That's Sammy Levitt. He hosts the pre- and post-game show on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Thank you, Sam, for your insight, you. input, interesting thoughts. We'll take a break, come back. The Rays are going home. Bruce Bochy's Rangers have advanced. We'll update you on the Twins jumping out to a 2-0 Uh-oh. lead over the Blue Texas Jays. Texas is over spraying champagne oh, again. Oh, celebrating. The Astros oh, gosh. guys mad. Watch Astro, out. Astro fans will be angry about that. Uh, we'll come back with our number two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 